Jon Stewart is back at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Comedy Central. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. How you doing? Um, I have a good one for you today. Um, It was supposed to go out yesterday, but... Uh, my recorder effed up and so today we've got it salvaged and it's an interview with my mom that I did in which I was able to apologize for being a huge bitch earlier yesterday um I never got back to you yesterday on the podcast about all that I went and did yesterday but then after I went and did a bunch of shit um with my family I came back and had an interview with my mom she had a couple beers in her and so I was like let's get her on the podcast and let me um talk to her about my feelings and apologize um on air it's always easier for me to do really intimate things while it's for the sake of entertainment I know that's probably shitty of me and I should be able to do them without it and I do sometimes but you know whatever means you use to to make it happen just it's fine um you know it's but it's gonna be you'll see it's an interesting um it's an interesting interview and it, you know, she avoid. you'll see. It's just very me and my mom, but um, she's hilarious on it. So look forward to that. I am about to jump on a podcast with my uh, buddy, my pal, Mark Paul Gosseler. If you don't know who that is, you should. It's Zach Morris from Say by the Bell. I grew up watching that show. I would say from 1993 or four until 1997. It was something I watched for hours every day I'd have every episode memorized and now they're doing a podcast called Zach from the future in which Zach Morris Mark Gosler has never watched a single episode of Saved by the Bell since he shot them and I don't even know that he watched it then and he's going back and watching them and we're all me and his co-host Dashiell are going to watch an episode and talk about it and Mark Paul and I are like friends guys we made we became friends doing Jimmy Kimmel live this summer he was able to do a sketch that I kind of wrote and he was hilarious in it and then that's when we met on zoom doing the sketch and then afterwards he asked me if I wanted to do a podcast his podcast and I was so flattered didn't really think it was going to happen and now it's happening in about 10 minutes I'm nervous. I'm excited. But he is just so we've been texting for a while just trying to organize this thing. But he he's just like smart and funny and nice and um, is treating me like a friend like it's and he seems to be a fan as well. It's all just too much for me to handle. And I really need to take this moment to like appreciate that my career has given me the opportunity to work with people who, uh, you know, early in my like when I was in fourth grade. It would have just blown my mind. And I know that's so cliche. If I would have known in fourth grade that I'd be Zooming for a podcast with Zach Morris, that I'd be Zooming with Zach Morris someday, I would have been like, what base is that? And I'm not ready for it. Um, In fact, I wouldn't be ready to Zoom sexually until I was 38. I'm I'm still not ready for whatever that would be. Very, uh, I I am a teenager. Again, I'm realizing I'm really reverting back to some teen, teenage habits here at Shea Glazer. Um, I got to get out soon. I made some good adjustments today in my life, some good decisions that are leading me to the next step. I don't know what is next, but um, something's 
something's next. I made a, I made a couple decisions. But each day I'm just taking it easy, not being too hard on myself. Everyone's struggling right now. I did have a moment about an hour ago where I freaked the F out. I didn't freak out, but I did sprint into my bedroom um, to get a Xanax because I find that when I start to, when I see something that's going to depress me and I start spiraling going like, what are you doing with your life? No one cares about you. Everyone's going to forget about you. You're not talented. No one wanted you for this thing. It can get really out of control fast. So I Xanaxed up. Not Xanax, sorry, Clonopin. I have very low-dose Clonopin. And it got me off the ledge. I went for a run, sweated it out. I came across something on Instagram that really bummed me out. I saw something that a lot of comedians are involved in, and I was not asked to be involved in it. And I felt terrible. And... um it's like, why, why wasn't I asked? Seems like the person that put this all together is someone who I'm friends with. Why wouldn't they have asked me? All these things, when really there's a million reasons why I didn't get asked. And guess what? I'm not the only one that didn't get asked. There's a lot of people in it or not in it. And yet I act like I'm the only one who's not in it. And that's just not true. So it's tough though when you see something, whether it's a TV show, whether it's a party you weren't invited to, whatever it is that you're not included in and you feel less than. It's it's easy for me to feel that way and be like, why am I in St. Louis? They're forgetting about me, all of these things. And really, we're all going to be forgotten someday. We're all going to fucking die. And no one's going to care about what fucking, you know, comedic multi-night event you were or weren't a part of. Um, but it did hurt my feelings, but I didn't let it for long. I'm, I'm truly over it. And then I got a text from a friend who I'm scared to talk to, who I haven't talked to in a really long time, who was like, Hey, can we chat? And I'm like, Oh my God, (laughs) what is happening? Do you ever get that text from someone that you're like, Oh no, they are going to accuse me of something or I, I did something wrong and they're going to be mad at me about something. I don't even know what they could be mad at me about, but I'm sure there's something. And I'm just like waiting to have that conversation later. It's very stressful, but I'm not going to let it get to me because in mere minutes, I'm going to be talking to Mark Paul Gosseler. Zach fucking Morris. Man, I loved him so much. I still love him. He's happily married has kids it's not like that but I, I just have this he's such a kind person um that it is just really come through on the text even organizing getting together for this podcast and I think that if I ever live in LA he's someone who I hope to work with in the future and and just be friends with and I think we're friends now and I think we'll be friends even closer friends after doing this podcast which is very exciting so you'll have to listen to the episode it comes out Wednesday it's called Zach to the future so check that out I've worked with people from Say by the Bell before. I've um, interviewed Tiffany Amber Thiessen, Tiffany Thiessen, I think she goes by now on my show You Up. That was so much fun. I worked with uh, Dustin Diamond, aka Screech, back in 2006, about a year into comedy. I was opening for him at Stanford and Sons in Kansas City. And um, even then it boggled my mind that I was working with fucking Screech. Like it was just unreal. And now Zach Morris. So. You know, I can complain all I want that I got left off that thing, which I wouldn't have seen if I was off Instagram. That's the thing. I would never know this thing existed. Maybe I would, but maybe it would have hit me at a different time. I've been I've been on Instagram today because I posted a picture earlier today of me and my niece, Poppy. It's a picture of us. My my um, brother-in-law took a bunch of pictures yesterday when we all got together in the park of me and Poppy. 
And um, I zoomed in on all of them aggressively last night in bed and like was like, oh, my God, I look bald. I look sick. I look um, just terrible. You know, all of those thoughts where you see picture of yourself, pictures of yourself where you just look awful. And um, I'm not even looking at my niece in the pictures who's just like glowing with life. And I posted a picture today of us. And so I've been like. You know, I disabled the comments. People can't even comment, but I'm going on Instagram to see, is it getting the likes? I mean, it's just, I need that validation. Just having one of those days. I've set a, a, a limit on my phone so I can only check Instagram or Twitter 40 minutes a day for both combined. And I bypass that limit every single day. Not by a lot, but, you know, by enough. Probably, I'm probably doing an hour and a half a day on social media right now. Cut to a, a week ago, two weeks ago, I was not doing anything. Was I happier? I don't know. I'm going to get at the root of it. I'm going to figure it out. But that's been my day today. Just, I'm reading this fucking, God, I'm reading this memoir about a girl with anorexia. It's really taking me back to my days of struggling with that. And, um, and to my current days of struggling with stuff like that. And maybe realizing like, okay, maybe I fixed part of it, but not all of it. And it's just bringing back a lot of feelings. And I think I want to write a book about what that was like um, for me. Not that I haven't talked about it ad nauseum on every fucking podcast. But there's something um, un... Uh, what is it called? Um, there's something I have not undone with all of that that happened. There's still so much unspoken about it. I went and visited the gravesite of my friend who killed himself the year I got anorexia, which kind of set it off um, with my best friend, Kirsten. She was in town this past weekend, and we, whenever we get together, we kind of talk about... I'm, st I'm sorry I'm talking fast. It's because I have to get off the phone. I have to get off this right now and um, go do an episode with Mark Paul Kossler. <laughs> but um, we went and visited his gravesite, and it was um, great. We went to lunch with my sister and then Kirsten was like, you want to go see David's grave? And I was like, I have never been able to find it. And she was like, I know where it is. Exactly. So I dropped off with my sister and she was like, go have fun with the grave. Um, I have to go, you know, be with my kids. I'll, I'll be with new life. You guys go be with old death. And so we went and visited David and um, went to his grave. We wrote him a note and we put it in the ground. There's a little hole in the ground right by where, because there was nowhere to put a note, but there's like a little hole and we just stuck a note in there. And it felt really good to write him a note. And then we just sat down and held, I held her hand, which I don't really touch any humans anymore. I'm not really a hugging person. So I don't like, I don't really hug my parents. I don't really, um, I hug the kids when they're over here, but it was nice to just hold my friend's hand and we cried and shared what he meant to us. And then a bee flew on our hand and we were like, it's David. It was just a bee, but it felt good. So I don't know. I'm just, um, and then uh, I posted it on Instagram and someone from his family reached out to me and said that it was lovely that they saw that um, we had been there and maybe I'm going to reconnect with his family and um, maybe unearth some things that I have not healed from. So it's all very exciting. Not exciting, but um, there's a reason I'm back home. Huh? Possibly so. Well, after I do um, uh, go to break here, you'll hear a conversation with my mom that was rather healing. And um, I think there's more where that came from in the future. So enjoy this conversation with my mom that took place yesterday that you guys missed out on. But you're getting it today. I hope you enjoy it. Are you ready? Yes. 
Um, welcome back to the podcast. So I went to Tower Grove Park and I met you. My mom is here, everyone. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Nikki. And hello, everyone. Do you have anything else to say to them? (laughs) No, (laughs) absolutely not. Anyway, yes, I do. I thank you for listening to Nikki and keeping her going. (laughs) You keep me going. You, your fans keep you going, Nikki. Of course they do. Yeah, you think so? Um, I mean, like, you're not wrong. I mean, like, obviously, um, having people like what I do is something that makes me happy. But um, do you think I'm someone that what what makes you I feel like that's something that just people say and you're just saying that do do you see me like I've heard I've read things where people post, right? And they just say how much they love you. But why does that keep me going? Because if people didn't love you, you wouldn't keep doing this. Yeah, but don't, don't you know that I just turned off my comments? Um, I don't know what that really means. Like, so so on my posts, you can't um, say anything to me anymore. Well, that's okay. I mean, you just did that because you don't want to read that. Read but you stuff. just said it keeps me going. <laughs> well, you know that they're out there. Yes, they do keep me going. I just think that that's just a kind of a... A cliche word. Yeah, the cliche phrase that people use of like, they keep me going. Could you turn those white circle lights on? I look so much better in them. But you're not on camera. Well, you're looking at me. What what do you care what I see? I like, I want you to look at me in my most beautiful light. Okay, I'll turn on a ring light for you. Yeah. Are you happy now? Wait, oh no, I don't like looking at it, but do I look better? You looked at me when you said you don't like looking at it. Because I'm talking to you. That's but, why I'm looking at oh, you. Oh, but you don't like looking at the ring light. Look how disturbing that light is. Uh, well, you asked me to turn it on. Yeah, turn that off. What's wrong with it? <laughs> it's really bad. It's, it's really bright. Oh, my God. I don't know how you do it. Well, it's my, my fans keep me going. <laughs> I do it. And that too. <laughs> I am seeing like... 15 circle lights in my vision. Yeah. Well, okay. So, um... Right today was now. a today was a lot of family fun. Oh my god, total family fun. It was god. action Sunday. What are you what are you feeling about the incessant dog barking in which we find ourselves? Like what do we do? Well, our neighbors just got a dog, a little German shepherd, mm-hmm. and they decided that putting it on a run in the backyard was probably a good idea. What does that mean on a run? On you know on a leash, but on a tethered Why do between that? tree to tree, so it won't es- escape. But if, if it's, but it's in a fenced outside, yard, then how's it going? I don't escape? know. It may not be fenced really. Oh, that's why they do it. So they put it on a thing. They wish we would do that. Yeah, they're trying to lead by example. They're trying to lead with the lead. Yeah, well, by Dad says they're not picking up their dog shit. But they, they've never owned a dog, so they don't know that you're supposed to pick oh, up the dog I'm, shit. Well, you know, if I, he, I've heard that, but I'll, I'm, I haven't witnessed it yet, so. Oh, look who's here. Oh. One of the dogs. Let's just see who she through the picks. door. Who see, do you want? Who, who do you like do more? Do you like door number one or door number She always likes two. sitting on you more. Um, Marion's here, everyone. Come here, little dog. Do you want to come here? Okay, so there's a podcast going on without... Oh, I almost dropped you. Hello. Um, okay, so we did a lot of family fun today. I talked about the hike. Um, I want to apologize for snapping at you during the hike and being mean to you because I said I said earlier to my fans, the ones that keep me going, that... Um, that I was a bitch to earlier today. And I'm just, I want to apologize and say that I was in a crabby mood and I took it out on you. 
I'm sorry. Is it just you're crabby or you just really mean that? Um, it was it was more crabbiness, but I was a little annoyed that you because Lauren said you didn't teach her how to drive, and cool. you and well, you don't need to respond that way. But I'm just saying. But I wanted to hear your side of it because Lauren, we were talking about the Land Cruiser, the one that we used to own, the one that we let her drive when we were out of town, mm-hmm. and she just first started driving, right? And the woman that crashed into her, and it was Lauren's fault. She was pulling out in front of a woman going left. And the woman's car was totaled, and Lauren was unscathed. So mm-hmm. I don't know why she's still mad at me about that. She lived. Because it was still traumatizing for her to be in of a car Of course, crash. it was terrible. Of course. But Lauren said that she, well, she was predicting that you guys were going to talk about the, that car and the accident because you gave her a lot I've of I've never talked about it. Your dad has talked about well, it. Well, she was predicting I've... it. And so, and but anyway... She had said that you did not um, teach her how to drive, and you were like, I know I didn't. Yeah, I admit it. I, I didn't teach her because I was scared to death to teach her. <laughs> what? I don't understand I, that, well, first though. First of all, That's I'm really not a great teacher. I knew that back then. Oh, that you're not going to be a good driving teacher? I wouldn't be a good I'd be nervous wreck, mm-hmm. and I would make you wreck. Right, if you were driving with me, so it was in the hands of your father. Right, which it, it was it was a given. It wasn't even a question. Who's dad? Teach? The other day, literally said to me, he, "I was driving with dad, and he goes, you clearly learned how to drive in St. Louis because uh, you just did a thing that only St. Louisans do." And well, I'm, yeah, because you. I'm did like, learn. um, I don't know. Well, I did learn in St. Louis, but he taught me, so I don't no, know. No, no, but he did. You did learn in St. Louis, so that's that's it. Yeah, like I don't know why I get yelled at for not having Cincinnati values when I grew up in this town and I didn't choose to. Dad sometimes makes it seem like I've abandoned Cincinnati, but it's like I only lived there for six years. It's not still in my heart. They still think you were born there. They do? <laughs> yes, I Cincinnati. was born there. <laughs> I know. In the it's, same hospital I wish they... as Charles Manson. That's true. I, it, we is would that not... true? Yes, it, it's definitely true. How do you know that? I have oh, not, I've not it's been a famous story it. that Charles Manson was born in Christ Hospital in Cincinnati, and so were you. Oh my gosh, I got a lot to live up to. You really do. Um, yeah, so I apologize for saying what I said. Because well, I thank you, because I, I will tell you that it's really hurtful to hear things like that. What did I say? You said you never did anything with us. Um, I was probably just projecting, to be honest with you, because I feel like I never do anything. And if I had kids, I wouldn't want to do anything with them. And so I think I was just mad at you because you probably just. But do you know who I was with you all your life? What did we do? We did tons of stuff. Like what? First of all, every Saturday we called it Action Saturday. I keyed it and coined it. You First I keyed the car and then I coined You weren't this scared term. to teach us how to key cars. No, th- that was so easy. You guys picked <laughs> that up really quickly. I was so proud of you guys. Like Thanks this is how you that. get back at your old boyfriend. Yeah. Just and kidding. Also I never, never have, ever. And, and I never had disgusting. boyfriends. Oh yeah, so that that's why that, I never knew that would play. never happen. Yeah. <laughs> I also blame you for that too, and that's not fair. 
but okay, well let's get back to you being so mean to your mother yeah i was mean to you today but no i think it is because i don't i like would doing never things. have said that to my mother i'll just say that but but that's why we're different do i have to do everything that you would do no your it's mother? just called respect you just don't say something that's hurtful that goes right to the core of what but maybe you wouldn't have said that to your mother because but did, your mom didn't do anything with you either no she didn't but did we do stuff together what yes. was action saturday what would we do we absolutely got in the car and went hiking or biking or something we would never not do something right ever okay. but i there feel like none. dad was the one i don't that care was making what, that stuff happen yeah he was making it happen but i went with you <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i get no credit but you no, yeah you get credit who but, packed all the but, sandwiches to go okay that's true you fed us and you yeah but i i just i think i lash out at you because i think that if i ever had kids i would not want to do any activities with them well, cool. and i would need like a debt i would need like a husband to be like yeah, of course that's why it's so nice to have a husband i mean i would take care of you all day long and right then dad would come home and he probably would read a book to you to go to sleep. That's. But what would we do during the day? I don't have any memory of what we would do during the day. We did. We lived out in the country, first of all. So what we, would we do? Well, we walked up to Joni's every day because she had a daycare center going on. Okay, with so all you these would kids, pawn so. us off on another one. No, I went and we had so much fun with all these other kids. Like you guys weren't in, you weren't in preschool, right? And she was kind of running a preschool, and I was like. Oh, yeah, I remember and, that. And so we would have lunch up there, and I would help serve lunch with the kids. So and... a lot of meal preps. Well, yeah, but that's but you part gotta of... feed kids. Yeah, that's, that's, that's all of... you feel like you but, do. Isn't... But yeah, I wouldn't mind that. Like I could be that kind of mom too, where you just oh now you're feed gonna... them. No, I'm not. I'm not trying to Diminish. sugarcoat things. I'm not diminishing every anything. You you um kept you cleaned. You did laundry. You did all the cooking and the feeding. I mean, which are all important things. But um, I don't remember a lot of playtime with you. But that's not to say that you didn't. But I don't remember you like playing with us. But I don't blame you for not playing with us because I don't like to play with kids either. So I don't know that if I had kids, I would want to play with them. Well, you guys had your you had a playroom always, and I always made sure your rooms were fun, and you had all kinds of but fun like, things. That's different than playing, getting on the ground and playing. Well, no, with. I did. Of course, I got down on the ground, but I, I mean, really, you and Lauren kept each other really busy, like for fun. So you got to have two kids, so you don't have to play with them. Exactly. I'm not blaming you for this, by no, the way. No, but I'm saying, I'm but saying- I figured out how to do this without. You know, making you guys bored. I mean, I yeah, knew, no, I don't remember. I wanted to have two kids together so they could keep each other happy. And yeah, I mean, I grew up with nine brothers and sisters. I knew that it was important to have somebody close to your age, right? And so I always knew I was going to have kids close together in age, and I knew I was only going to have two. Mm-hmm. That was in my, you know, I thought that. Forever. Okay, so it was all a plan so you wouldn't have to do much. I'm just trying to plan ahead for when no, I, I have kids. No, I just knew so what would to... be easiest for me. I watched my mother, like, have... She she worked her butt off. Right. And I thought, I, I want to have kids and make it normal and just think about, you know, what... It, it, uh, it was all built around really, you know the day and what you did all day i mean we we had fun yeah i know we always go to mimi's but i even remember like when i was well exactly you would bring us i i, I would have so much fun doing going to mimi's and stuff that was my grandma but i <clears throat> i struggle with the fact that i don't like to play like with kids 
and I don't like to like get down on my knees and get interactive. Like dad will like, dad's so good at being like, oh, hi, I'm a little thing. What are you doing, Arlo? Like, I don't do that stuff very well. You don't have to do it. Well, I want to be someone who's good at that. Like, when I used to babysit, I'm not joking you. I would legit set up games so it looked like we played all day. And then we would, then I would let them. babysitters did that. No, they didn't. Yeah, they did. They would they would set up mousetrap and not play mousetrap so it looked like we had played mousetrap or they would um maybe set, they would they would strewn about different toys so it i used like, to babysit too okay so you know what it's like <laughs> to fake a bunch of shit no i guess i do i actually i was always worried that who i babysat for wouldn't think that i was playing with their kids and i always was but it always they were all such neat little kids and was like we're gonna mess this place up and make it look like, and yeah. then they were get they would get mad. They were like, "Why didn't you clean up all the toys?" I'm like, and "You're like, because I'm trying to show you that I did yeah. stuff all day." And I remember doing that. To be honest, they were like, "Did you guys play?" And I'm like, "Yes." But, but I feel like you that I don't want to play with kids. Do you ever? But do, do you do you admit that I you don't play with kids? I play with the kids constantly. Oh, I guess you're just not seeing yourself clearly because <laughs> okay. i don't think you like playing like look at dad like look at someone like dad who like loves playing like running and chasing yeah, i mean i can't do that i can't run i mean i can do something right there mm-hmm. and sit with a child but i can't i can hardly pick up kids right now right so i mean my ability is like let's sit down at a table you know this is where i, I know can i love kids that like to draw and do like really yeah i can't like run arlo constantly chase me but that's what kids like that's playing with kids i know but i that's why i don't think i can have kids i just don't think i could do that all the day i would want to plop them in front of the tv and like well that would be convenient but look but we don't do that very much kids don't actually sit but they will this fall what do you mean well i mean it's gonna get cold Right. We're not going to be outside. We still walk in the cold in the winter, no matter what. Yes. I mean, we bundle them up and they go for a walk. That's it. I guess you're. I, I don't know what I was trying you, to get out of this, but I was just trying to figure out. So just if, if to I want to have feel bad, I am not trying. I'm genuinely not trying to make you feel bad at all. I am trying to understand what I'm. If if I am equipped to have kids, and if we are actually cut from the same cloth, a cloth that you lay down so that the kids can lay down with you and do nothing. I would and be just like that. hang out. <laughs> I just want like I I sometimes see a kid that is in a wheelchair and maybe confined to a wheelchair, and I go, I could do that because I I could just play that with them, interact. Don't do that. What are you doing? <laughs> My mom is recording the dogs fighting. Okay, I was just in the middle of saying something that was going to get me canceled. Oh, really? Yes. Canceled. I was doing it. I was doing... Don't worry about it. Oh, no. Oh, no. Nikki, you know I worry about these things. Well, you're not even listening to me. It's fine. Yes, I was. What I, did I say? What was I saying? Oh, God, I don't know. I'm exhausted. <laughs> it's been a long day. <laughs> oh, my God. Hiking and then going down to listen to live music and yeah. chasing children and playing with them like crazy. That was my problem. There I was pl- n- oh, I yeah, played with a little bit of way- playing. Oh, Nikki, that's all I do is you play You went and took business. Arlo to go to the bathroom. 
And that was exhausting on its own. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, no, it was I, half a mile away. I know. That was exhausting. <laughs> I felt for you having to go do that. I have I just so had... many steps on my stepper. What are you look? What are we looking at right now? Let's let's see. How many 12, you got? 12,000. 12,000. Wow. I know that's nothing, but I really didn't hike today. Or... Yes, I did. Yeah, you did. Yeah, we didn't really hike. We were like lollygagging around a 1.5. Oh, what does that mean? Uh, no, it's actually a 1.05 mile yeah hike which i was so disappointed why because it was too short it's no exercise oh okay you really care about those steps i think it's a problem i think it's stupid i think you read something and it's not a problem for me for i sure. i think it is because you then you'll feel bad about yourself if you don't get ten thousand. and then never. you never to... i never feel bad about myself yeah right no I just don't. You I, don't? No, I'm learning not to feel bad about myself. Okay, no, you're someone who l looks at a picture of yourself and you're like, I'm so disgusting. And then you'll be talking about that for like hours until, I don't know when, until you go to sleep. Um, I don't. You don't get bummed out by a picture of yourself that's bad? Oh, constantly. Yeah, and so you, what, it doesn't affect you, so you, you're no, not someone? I, I just let that go now. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I how don't do you care. do that? I don't care how fat I am. I don't care how beautiful I am. Both of them. They're both hand in hand. Wow. You sound like me. Yeah. I'm proud of myself now. You're, you just seem to be full of shit. A little bit. Yeah. But I'm not kidding. I'm really looking at pictures and going, okay, that's the way it is. Yeah. I can't help it. You even told me, mom, don't lose weight. If you fall, it'll... You, as a woman in your 60s, these women who are 60 years old and who are still power walking 10 miles a day eating no food just starving themselves so that they can be uh, as skinny as they were when they were in their 40s or 30s or whatever it was y your body is not going to do it because you are more prone to falling and your bones are more brittle because you're old and your body needs some padding so that you survive that's so what's going that's on that's why you need fat on you when you're give up i yeah give up Oh, I don't. When even I'm 60, do I really hope I don't care about extra about having a tummy or having. You know, I'm not saying that I won't, but I really hope I let it go by then because it makes me so sad. I was on a walk the other day and just saw this woman that looked just so fucking tired, and I'm like, bitch, just you've lived a long life. Go eat a sandwich and like enjoy yourself. That's what my mom didn't care at the end. She was like, I don't care for the last 20 years. She was like, I'll eat. She ate a donut every morning. Yeah. My sister, we go crazy. She goes, can't believe mom eats donuts every day. I'm like, she doesn't care. And she lived 20 more years. Yeah. So who cares? It's 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 a short life. And yeah, don't. Just I don't eat like eating any, donuts, though. I yeah, mean, don't eat things that are going to be terrible for you and give clog your arteries all the time. But like, enjoy your life. Like people who just don't let themselves and I'm speaking to myself too. Like I am very um, hard on myself and I don't let myself do things that are enjoyable because I always feel like I have to punish myself before or after in order to enjoy it. Like I didn't work out today and everything in me is being like, you should eat a small dinner because you didn't run and burn off whatever. So you shouldn't eat a normal dinner that you usually eat. You should eat a smaller dinner. But guess what? I'm fucking hungry. I'm going to eat a normal dinner. I don't care that I didn't work out. Really? What are you going to eat tonight? Well, I'm just going to eat the regular shit I eat every night, but I'm not going to adjust my meal because I didn't work out today. I'm not oh, going to eat okay. less because of it and Good. punish myself because I didn't work out because 
I don't want to work out right now. It's dark outside. I don't want to run when I'm scared. You should. I'm not going to feel bad. I didn't have time to run today because I did other things. Like I hung out like earlier today. I was like, if I go and meet up with mom and Lauren and Matt and at the park, I'm not going to be able to run because it'll get dark by the time I get home. And I was like, okay, so am I going to choose to run or go hang out with my family? And I chose to hang out with my family because running, if it was something that I absolutely needed to do because it was like, I hadn't done it in forever and it was going to make me feel so good. I would have done that. But are you looking at your watch? Well, I have food. Are you so I have bored? food in the oven. I mean, oh, okay. you, I told you I was, you said 10 minutes. Okay. Well, I'll finish up with that. It's just that I'm just, I, um. No, not, I mean, I'm just checking. I'm just looking because I do have. I thought you were I'm, checking your steps in the middle of this podcast. And, and that too. Had, I thought I was going to get a little bit more steps <laughs> in tonight. But no, I have we, to do a podcast. What you did. Thank you for appearing on the podcast, by the way. You're welcome. Thank um, you. I think we worked me. through some issues. I am sorry that I lashed out at you today. I felt really bad about it. I was. I wondered you if you felt bad. I did. As soon as I said it, I felt bad. And then I was too proud to apologize in the moment. Why don't we just apologize? Because... It's it's hard for me to do sometimes because I'm because I lash out because I'm mad and I can't get over the madness until I have some time to like reflect on it. Okay, I'll, I'll give you that. Like sometimes I need to like cool down, but I do lash out at you sometimes, and I really feel bad about no, it. No, you don't. I've usually. been better. I've been better about it since we had our last talk. No, but I, I that's why I thought I couldn't believe you were kind of like saying that, and then I didn't hadn't took, con- taken my medicine yet. Uh, what medicine for the day yeah i oh. usually take it in the morning you should take it at night so you can sleep no it makes you energized. adhd medicine makes you oh. gives you like gotcha. a boost okay so i think i was just being i'm not making excuses i'm a cold-hearted bitch sometimes but you made me this way i'm I just made, kidding i made you you did make me <laughs> i can be a bitch sometimes i do know I, I made you i am sorry and i don't mean to hurt your feelings and i do love you and i do appreciate you and i do feel like okay good i need yeah, to I be nicer to you and let's, let's, i think you're very cool and i think you're funny and that's why i have you on the podcast um and yeah drew barrymore show oh i sucked at that one. no you didn't i don't know why you think you sucked oh. i didn't give you enough accolades after that i realized no it wasn't that it was the she didn't give me the questions that i prepared for i know and you're having a lot of regret over that but there's nothing you can do about it. you gotta let it go i know i did the best i could yeah it was the best you could do here's the, the thing Nikki. what's the I, thing i only have always done the best i could yeah that's in true. my mind i mean whether raising you or whatever I mean, it's at the time it was whatever the best it was for me. I could do. I don't love that. I mean, I have accepted that for now because we all are doing the best we can do. But I have to admit that I sometimes don't do the best I can do. Like today, I could have shut my mouth. Instead, I decided to be like, you never did anything with us. So that wasn't the best that I can't go and say to you, mom, that's the best I could do. Because no. all the better... No, well, you shouldn't say that was the best you could do. But, but you, So you think everything you've ever done no, was the I'm best you could do? No, I'm saying the way I raised you, really, at the time, was the best. I never have, like, expected anything more out of my mother than she did, because that's the best she could do. I just don't think that that's true. We don't yeah. always do the best we can do. You don't look well, at some things that your mom did and go, like, she couldn't have tried a little bit harder. She... You know, it's I I forgive people really quickly and not dwell on stuff. It's just not worth it. Mm, yeah, that's. I, it's just not worth it. Will you ever forgive Trump? 
No, I mean, I mean, I'll forgive him if he can get out of office. I'll just like go away and I'll, I won't remember you. But you'll. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Well, yeah. Please go away. <laughs> I really worry for you if he wins. I more yeah, than we'll anyone, probably move I worry to Costa for Costa Rica or something. We I might, don't think you will. We might move. Really? Yeah, your dad is really adamant about that. He's like, I can't live in this country. Yeah. This is the way it's going to be. I worry I don't know for how. you if he wins. I remember when he won in 2016. I, did you remember I sent you flowers that day? Was, I'd never heard you so depressed. I was crying all day. I could. I was inconsolable. What's going to happen this time? Uh, it'll be the same if that happens, but it's not going to happen. What if it does? If it does, I'm more mature now. You'll do the best you can do. I've got four years now in me, and I feel like I'm much more mature. <laughs> I don't know. I hear a lot of that motherfucker oh, very God, often. I hate him. I just do. I just, I've never hated anybody. Is there one redeem? Let's, tr- let's try deep within our soul to find one thing about him we're grateful for. Just for a health exercise so that we can maybe have a little bit of empathy for the other side. I really have tried to think about. Let's think of one thing we're grateful for. Uh, He made me laugh. He makes me laugh. And I'm grateful for how funny he can be unintentionally sometimes. Like when he called when he called veterans losers. People, that is funny because that is the worst thing you can call someone who's fought it's for this country. It's unbelievable. Yeah, it but is what like a how hilarious. Low like that would be a you know an a, a evil character in like a Parks and Rec. Yeah, it could would be, be like would a say, funny. That character. would be like a line yeah. they would write for the most evil man ever. Right. So sometimes things he says like that make me laugh because I'm like, the fact that you would call a, a a prisoner of war a loser or a um what did he call John McCain? I mean, it's just, it's, um, it's so comically dumb. Um, I'm grateful for that. And, um, and I'm grateful that it has made me feel closer to, um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's caused a lot of jokes in our house. Just like it's brought us closer together. Just wait, like, I don't watch your him. Instagrams because you don't like me to watch anything you do. So but, what about my Instagram? But anyway, your dad's daily, uh, Trump, Trump thought of the day. Are they funny? Are people commenting? People love them. Yeah. Do they? One guy wrote to me to go today and he goes, I, I can't wait till he wins. And I just wrote back. Why? I just want to know, like, what do you think is going to happen? You're just going to be the the thing is, I'm not going to be happy when if he loses, I'm not going to be happy because I know people who like him are sad that day. That's not what's going to make me happy about him losing. No. What will make me happy about him losing is not the the people that loved him feeling sad that day. It will be the fact that the world will be a better place because of it. Like the, uh, we we stand a chance. Um, we stand a chance that's what i'll be happy about so when people are like i can't wait till he wins it's because you want liberals to like be upset like that's such a stupid if the only reason you like him is because he pisses off snowflake liberals that's dumb like you're getting enjoyment out of other people's misery that is not what i'm getting enjoyment out of if he loses Although I do want him to be miserable. I, w- I would love for, but he'll never be miserable because he will, he's a, uh, he's someone he that. He will in jail. Mm. But here's the thing. Oh my God. Have you ever heard this theory? Cohen, Cohen said this. That, that the His moon attorney, landing wasn't real? That he will drop out before the election if he knows his numbers are bad and put Pence as president. And then after he gets out, he is going to go to jail if he gets, uh, 
if he loses. Oh, really? And Pence can, um, you know, absolve him of his sins. Oh, that's an interesting theory. Yeah, but I was like, oh my God, if he really knew that he was going to lose for sure, uh, he would put Pence in charge. Hmm. I didn't know you could do that and just be like, I'm just giving yeah. it to this guy. No. Uh, yeah. I don't know anything. That's another thing. I'm pretty freaking ignorant. So if you're upset by anything I've said in the last three minutes, it's I'm, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. So don't get mad at me. Don't be mad at Nikki because her mom hates Trump. That's all I know. <laughs> I just can't help it. He's such an asshole. I've always not liked him. I've always I've been scared. I've never of him. liked him. Hey, who coined the theory of the phrase, uh, you're, you're fired? fired? You. I did. I've been saying, you're fired. When my mom used to get drunk back in the 90s, she used to fire people when she would get drunk. She would just, if you would be like, Mom, why are you saying that? She'd be like, you know what? You're fired, God damn it. You're fired. I don't want to hear it. You're fired. And then you would be like, oh, mom just fired me. And you would be fired the rest of the night. And that was your catchphrase of the 90s. It was and then awesome. all of a sudden he came about Some and started firing people. Some asshole came along and got famous off of my catchphrase. Yeah. And you were president. calling veterans losers long before he was. I was doing this way before he was. <laughs> oh, my God. You know what? Never. All I have to say is. Never, never. It's enough I'm of, so enough of, of the bullshit. Yeah. It's enough of the bullshit. Isn't that their slogan? I was just saying, I was saying that <laughs> she used to sleep because the, um, and I know I just like really screwed up that word, but I was saying that because that, that flag down the street, I've told my listeners about it. It's brutal. Enough we, of the bullshit. It's enough of that bullshit of that flag hanging in our it, neighborhood. What's going to happen to that flag? I don't know. I know some peeps who can do stuff. <laughs> do you? <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I want nothing to do with deterioration of that burning of that flag. You taught me how to key cars and to steal Trump flags. Yeah, just burn it right on the spot. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not going to do that. Don't, just don't damage any property. I would never, ever do that. I want everyone to be happy, including Trump voters. I just want, I want, every, I do. I, I wish everyone to be happy. Even Donald Trump, no, I want him to feel happy. We need happiness. to come to an understanding that this country is not going to be in a good place if he has four more years. Buckle up for a civil war. Cool. Please don't say those words. I say that every day. I don't can't wait. Don't say that. That's I don't enticing. Want- I don't inciting. I don't want and to enticing. Say enticing and <laughs> I just after watching that social dilemma show. Oh, it's yeah. a coming. Don't say that. Oh, anyway, yeah. I have dinner in the oven. I yeah, love. Yeah, we also are going to watch the vow tonight. Oh yeah, I the rest can't of wait. that. I got it. Do you have any thoughts on the vow? Uh, no, it's get, so good. Tell people how good it is. It's so good. What are you learning from it? I'm learning that there are so many suckers in this world that fall for people who can coerce them into doing things that they don't even understand. Anyway, it's really spooky. And I really- do want to say there's, so this is, it's about the cult Nixium that has the brand, right? That branded the women, um, with like, uh, a symbol, on their you know their pelvis and andrew made a joke that we should start because andrew's watching the vow too and he was Mm -hmm. like we should start a cult and i go well i pretty much already branded you (laughs) because he got up he got up um a tattoo of the catchphrase that we started together called jackpot and no one asked him to he put that on his body you know that no i really did he got jackpot written on his arm where 
Oh. On his arm. What, what part of his arm? On his, right here. Oh my God. Like right Is below. it big, little? Well, it's medium, but no one asked for it. No and one it was, asked him to do that. But I kind of branded him. I mean, like that's, that was mine. I was the one that said jackpot first and he was, and that was our thing. Yeah. He's going to have that the rest of his life. Now does he have Puddle Boy? Anywhere? And he has Puddles on the other one. He does not. Yes, he does. <laughs> Are you new to this man? I really am. Yeah. Well, he might be my roommate in New York coming all up. Right. Well, that would be so fun. That would be so fun. Um, all right, Mom. Thanks so much for joining the podcast. All right. I hope your listeners um, tolerated me. Okay. Well, I do it all for the fans. Wait, well, what you did you live, say? Well, your fans. They you, keep me going. They, your, your fans keep me going. <laughs> I, although you didn't know that. I know that. I'm laughing, you guys, but I, 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 I do really do love that. you. I, 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 oh, you're so lucky to have these they're fans. The, honestly, they write me these things that are so emotional and so sweet. And they're, yeah. they're just appreciative of me. And they you're always make me feel me. good. Even the one guy wrote me that my medicine makes, he says the podcast recently have, I've seemed a lot different and not in a good way. And then other people are like, you sound so much better. So write in and let me know how you think I sound um, in the past couple weeks. Cause that's when I've been on medicine. And I really want to hear if you've heard a ch change in tone of me. And by the way, I am kidding when I say that, please do not chime in. I am working on myself. I oh just want to feel you good. And I don't, that. I do not want any feedback in that respect. <laughs> you However, I, do, I want feed. I just want to know. I just, I'll, I want to hear from you. I love all of you, but yeah. She only wants to hear good things. So please. That's true. That is true. I don't, I don't want to hear, um, no. oh, that song had a lot of words. Yeah. That's hurtful a little bit. It's not really hurtful. It's just true. You, you yeah. Sang? It was just like saying like, oh, that. Wait, did you mention that tonight? Yeah. I mentioned it earlier. Okay. Well, you got so much to mention. I'm. Here's what I'm going to mention. Huh. This dinner is going to suck after I've been in here half hour. Yeah, you burned it. It's been, it's it's been 33 burnt. minutes. Okay. And we're having. Okay, got to go. What are you making? Bria, we're going to have an eggplant with um, shrimp and it's a Brio, you know, Brio the restaurant. I don't think people know that. I think it's a St. Louis. No, it's no, it's not. Oh, it's everywhere. It's a chain. Oh, so you stole one. Uh, I stole one of their appetizer recipes and it's, mm -hmm. a, and they have a um, Worcestershire sauce that you cook and you pour it over it and it's mm -hmm. so delicious i'm not gonna make you say that word again but i think everyone worcestershire yeah that's actually good honestly it's the best you I know how it got it, once name? again nikki it's the best i could have done yeah it is the best you could do <laughs> <laughs> um you know how it got its name it's the worst did she your dad's joke it's the dad's joke of like a guy walked into a bar and um he used the sauce and he was like this guy used that sauce i i fuck up jokes so bad yeah that's I it's unbelievable that's it. that i'm a comedian but he used the sauce and then the bartender was like you want some more and, and he goes um what's this here sauce or something like that what's this here i don't know how it sets yeah, up it's i got like i'm I've, i'm really off like my that. game all right we really have to go for like the last time bye okay see you next time squirt 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 jackpot, jackpot. <laughs> this has been a comedy central podcast